Hello, welcome back to the podcast. So today we are chatting about long-term fat loss and how to achieve it. A lot of this will seem very simple and will seem like I've talked about it 100 times before, which I have in different ways, but today I'm gonna really just nail it down for people when it comes to fat loss, because we are stepping closer to that summertime. We are stepping closer to a bit more of normality when it comes to holidays and stuff like that, and everyone wants to try and, I suppose, lose a bit of weight, get in better shape for the summer. All of these pointers I'm gonna to have today are very simple, and if you stick to these, you'll be on the right track. Again, some of this, as I said, will sound like I'm repeating myself 100 times, but I've talked, said it every single podcast. Like, there is no magic pill, there's no magic formula. There's a couple of things that you can be implementing into your life every single day that will help towards building muscle and losing body fat and keep you on the right track to maintaining a certain level of body fat, a certain weight range. One of my number one things you can do, these are no particular order, but this is what I've just started, like doing a little list one to eight. But here's number one I'm chatting about is have some form of res- resistance training in your life. You know, you need to be lifting weights, you need to be doing some progressive overloads, whether that's body weight or some weights or bands or something like that, but constantly working to build muscle, trying to maintain the muscle you have, and yes, females, you should be trying to build muscle, that's how you get that toned look. Again, massive part, as everyone talks about, is your diet. Again, you want to be in that calorie deficit, first of all, to start losing weight and losing body fat. Like that, make sure you're having a high-protein diet. There's protein with every meal. It could be chicken, you have some chicken, eggs, Greek yogurt, protein shakes, even protein bars, stuff like that, something that's gonna give you that extra bit of protein in each meal. Just make sure you have some form of protein with each meal. Again, keeping the fiber high, so getting some nice leafy green vegetables, vegetables in general, fruit, do not be afraid of fruit. Fruit is like that naturally sweet taste and sweet, fruit is naturally sweet tasting, so it will kind of help with those kind of sugary cravings. And again, most fruit is pretty low in calories, so again, calories in, calories out. Do not be afraid to eat plenty of fruit and veg with your diet. Make sure you're well spread out throughout the day as well. Just keep you fuller for longer. And again, next one, do not be afraid to eat fat. What I mean by that, don't be afraid to eat foods that contain fat. Fat is very important as well because you need a certain amount of fat in your diet. And like that, it will help you feel fuller for longer as well. You know, it has a little bit more, it does have a little bit of a, uh, like a, satisfy, I can't even say the word. <laughs> it will keep you feeling full. So again, when I'm talking about the couple of handy ones are like your egg yolks, you know, the, the yellow part in the egg. I know a lot of times to save calories, we pull out the egg, uh, the egg yolks out of your, and just go with the egg whites, but there is no harm in having a full whole egg the whole, uh, in your diet as well. It will make you feel fuller for longer, and again, it is um, a good one to be having in the diet. Yeah, of course, you've got your avocados with that. I don't really worry too much about myself i don't really worry too much about the fact because you will sort of have it with certain foods anyway so you will have a little bit of a trace with some of the foods you're eating but again if you feel like you're not or you eliminate entirely i just wouldn't i'd always have a little bit of it in your diet it's good to have some healthy fats in your diet again it could be some nuts and stuff like that but again as i said before some of those nuts are nuts will be a bit higher in calories as well so just be be careful with that as well but do not be afraid to add them into your diet sparingly Next one, have some uh, sugar-free options in your diet. Don't be afraid of using, using sweetener or or, uh, or any sort of um, sugar-free drinks or diet drinks. Again, they will help you with that sugar craving as well. It's that sweet taste. So again, I'm a massive fan of some Coke Zeros and some uh, Seven or Freeze and even some Stevia and stuff like that to add to your foods or even add a little bit of ground cin- I can't even pronounce it, cinnamon. Is one of my favorites to add to fruit because it's just a lovely taste. And another thing I started doing as well recently was with Coke Zero now, you can get Coke Zero and caffeine free. It's a little bit more expensive. At the minute, they're on offer in Tesco. I think it's like three of them for three big bottles. Two, three big two liter bottles for six euros. And uh, obviously, like caffeine free would be a lot better as well because I didn't really pass my sheet on it. 
I never really felt the effects of the too much caffeine or anything like that. But if you are someone that's having a lot of coffees throughout the day and stuff like that, and you're having Coke zeros as well, you know that caffeine will top up. But try and go for the caffeine free option, and that's even better again. But do not be afraid of Coke zeros, sweeteners, anything like that. You will not get fat from having those foods. No way. What gets makes you fat is overconsumption of calories, and a lot of times the overconsumption of sugar and sugar to our tea and stuff like that that can be all add up to like 15 calories per table per, per teaspoon of sugar so if you're having two teaspoons of sugar in your tea that's 30 calories if you're having that a couple of times throughout the day you know you're having food there that you're not even thinking about you know that again is secret calories that are, that are creeping up in so you should be definitely going for your sweeteners a lot of shops now will if you're going to even get your takeaway coffees and stuff like that you will get some of those little sachets within the place or they have um, some sort of sweetener tablets but definitely knock off the sugar straight away that's one of the handiest ways to save calories straight away and um, again just just this is your pure random as well i always talk about this as well is if you're having um cereal in the morning or a porridge in the morning but you do like to have a milk definitely be having low fat milk you know you'll save so many calories there and they're a little bit more higher in protein as well that's almost a bit random but that will save you some calories there there's a lot of stuff like that where people miss out on a lot of times as well these hidden little extra calories throughout the day like even myself i find I drink a lot of tea and coffee and like, you know what I'm having it's not going to be over the top the drops of milk in the tea the whole time but again there's no point having um some you know black coffee is actually quite nice if you add a bit of sweetener to it or even some um, sugar-free syrup to it they're actually quite nice so you'll try that with your coffee just think of ways to saving those extra couple of calories where you could they could all add up and you instead of wasting the drops of milk just being the sugar you could have like another bit of fruit or another meal another one I talk about and it's a one that's very popular at the moment and a lot of people are talking about saying it's one of the most important things that comes to your health and fitness is getting more sleep making sure you're getting that six to eight hours of sleep every night i know that can be hard for some people with work and kids and stuff like that but if you can at all maybe even try and get power naps in here and there or even if you are someone that's hitting the bed but you're watching netflix or gaming all night long you know you have to rethink about your body the next day you know your body needs time to recover it needs that extra pressure sleep will help with muscle recovery will help make muscle soreness and again, in the morning time, I always know if you're out the night before and you get really bad sleep, you know, you are still craving food the next day, you're really craving the sugar hit or whatever like that, just to give you that pick-me-up. So again, if you are someone that's has a really bad sleep or t- sleeping routine, maybe look into trying to f- uh, fix it up a bit better. Maybe hit go into the room a little bit earlier at night, an hour or two earlier at night, and then you can get adequate more sleep. If you're watching a couple of Netflix episodes or there's some series you're watching or whatever, you're a game and you know, get into bed maybe a couple of hours earlier. So you just get your gaming out of the way and then get to bed at a reasonable hour and try and hit that eight to, or six to eight hours sleep per night. You will make a massive difference to your recovery, to your mood and to your overall health and fitness. So I know that these pointers are a little bit all over the place and going from sleep to food to exercise. But I just have a couple of pointers there. But then there's some stuff just pops into my head straight away. But there's another thing I was going to chat about as well. Um, when it comes to your diet, I find if you can find foods that you really enjoy and that you can eat... You know, you could have a couple of different options when it comes to breakfast or something like that. But if you have one breakfast that you really enjoy and you can see yourself sticking to that, that's one really easy way to make life a lot easier because you don't have to be always calculating how many calories in this or if you get you good at eyeballing uh, how many grams you're putting in your porridge or stuff like that. And that, over time, that all balances out and, you know, you will have, uh, you will still get the same results. So if there are a couple of meals that you can stick to, couple of couple of staples in your diet you know it will go a long way i know myself if i have a the same breakfast every single morning after a while you know it doesn't come such a burden you know that's just a part of what you do and you're not really thinking about the calories you're just consuming this is what i'm going to have 
porridge or fruit in the morning or with a protein shake or whatever it is and you just stick to that every morning you know it makes your job a lot easier then if you want to have everything else a little bit more different maybe you have a different dinner every single day or something like that but i do think if you could try and have one meal as a staple throughout the day and then sort of slowly building that up it makes a massive difference like for i talked about before but maybe someone cleaning up their breakfast in the morning rather than having the bowl of cocoa pops having something that's a bit more nutritional dense something with a little bit of higher protein and just focus on your breakfast for the first couple of weeks and then after once you have breakfast picked out or sorted out go on to the next meal and i know that might seem like a really long and winded way of losing body fat but it's it at the long, at the end of the day this is about long-term fat loss and keeping the weight off long term if you go through and it's going to be my next point there some sort of crash diet they never fucking work what happens is people lose a bomb of weight they lose loads and loads of weight they look great but then when they go back to eating anyway normal again they bloom back up because their body was so deprived of calories you know it there will be a massive massive deficit so if you can find foods that don't feel like your diet and you know you're going to go a long way and there definitely is with some people are just brilliant at cooking like protein pancakes or you know french toast in the morning they have a lower calorie option at that or they make overnight oats and you know what if you do overnight oats you know you can get a really you can make yourself a really good you can either can go really high calorie with them or you can go mid to low calorie with them but you can get something that really fill in and it's a nice you know something very nice to have in the morning when you're not running and racing you know if you do some overnight oats or even those new wheat picks recipes you see the overnight wheat picks some of them are brilliant and i tell you if you make overnight wheat picks you will be full for hours like i don't know i used to have wheat picks a good couple of mornings per week and if i had four or five of the wheat picks i'd be full for a good fucking couple of hours throughout the day so stuff like that if you can get into foods that you enjoy but you can feel yourself full and you can say you know this isn't too bad you know you will get long-term fat loss and that's how you get it you have a couple of staples in your diet every single time it's not just a phase of okay cold turkey now and going eliminating this that and the other and then you're you know you're you're on like some sort of a crash diet where it's really low calorie or you're having foods you do not enjoy for the space for the sake of sake of losing weight for a holiday or something like that you know it can be okay but then you have to realize the weight's going to fly back on once you start eating normal again so do find foods that fit into your calories foods that you enjoy and that's the only way you get long-term fat loss Okay, so the next one I want to chat about cardio. Yes, I've talked about cardio 101 times before, but as I said, I'm kind of just putting all together here to give someone some sort of strategy to go with when it comes to long-term fat loss, as I said. So cardio, I think we all kind of associate cardio with weight loss, which it makes sense because you do burn calories when you do cardio. You burn more calories, as I said, than resistance training. The reason I always put resistance training ahead of cardio in the sense of like if you want to look better that toned look the more muscular look you know you're going to get that from resistance training. you're not necessarily going to get that from cardio you know cardio when you combine the two together it works amazingly like when i say that like some people their cardio could just be hitting ten thousand steps per day and that could be a great goal for someone because there might be someone that's not has a job where they're sitting at a desk all day long and they're not going to get they're not probably going to get, be able to get out and get some get a walk in or whatever. But if they have a car, if they have a step uh, a step target, they can get up and walk around the office. I know it's not per se proper proper cardio, but it is getting your body moving. But when I'm talking about cardio, I'm talking about maybe going for a designated a designated walk, or maybe hopping on the exercise bike or something like that for thirty minutes doing a steady state. You can do something like that if you want. A lot of bodybuilders prefer to do a steady state sort of cardio thing i like to do a mix of all different types of cardio because i just can keep it fresh as well and um, one of my big ones is walking i think i just do that i'll do something from walking every single day but i don't really talk 
use it as my carrier it's just part of my day that's just the way it is i don't drive so my only means of transport are my legs so i walk or cycle so again i kind of always would hit a would hit a fairly high step count at the week but i sometimes i wouldn't need to add an extra bit of cardio because again your body will get used to that but cardio i'm going off topic again but cardio again that can be anti-family it all depends on your level of fitness yes you can do some form of high intensity interval training as well if you really enjoy that high intensity interval training is like short bursts of high intensity so it could be sprints it could be you know doing like there are certain exercises that can be turned into high intensity just because your heart rate will skyrocket like if you do a burpee or a thruster so a thruster when you have like a, you could have a disc in front of your chest and you squat down and press overhead sometimes if you do those high volume you know you are sort of going into more of a higher intensity mode but it's very quite hard because there's a lot of talk about people thinking what high intensity is but high intensity cardio is all out effort you know if you're doing a circuit, it's not necessarily all out effort cardio. It's 40 seconds on, maybe 20 seconds off. You're doing like a 30 30. They're not absolute balls to the wall. That balls to the wall is like a 10 second burst just to get that out of the way. But a high intensity cardio is very handy for someone who doesn't have that much time to exercise. So you can in, get a really short burst. Max would be 10 minutes if you're doing true high intensity work. It would be 10 minutes of maybe a 30 on, 30 off on a bike or or maybe you do battle ropes, something like that. But I'm not going to go into that in too much detail. But that's sort of that sort of thing. But you could do an option like that as your cardio. Um, as I said, bodybuilders and even general population would benefit an awful lot from low intensity, whether that be just be walking, would be walking, or you know hopping on an exercise bike for an hour, but going at a moderate pace, walking on a treadmill. To an extent, I suppose running would be considered. Um, you would be if you're doing like 10ks obviously they're longer they're a longer duration of cardio but again that is another calorie burner the reason calorie or cardio gets such rapid is because people do over over exult uh, over overdo it sometimes when it comes to cardio they kind of think oh this is what i have to do to lose weight i do see it every year i talk about it on a podcast when it comes to january i talk about it every time summer comes up people are out in the roads running mad because they think that's the only way to lose weight yes it will burn calories but i think a lot of times people don't realize they want to lose body fat more so than weight you know if i said to you you could remain the same weight but look completely different be tighter toned or more muscular look you know you take it but that's outside my point now but again cardio is important when it comes to weight loss because it will help with burning that extra couple of calories of course i would sooner eat more and be able to do a bit more if i could do more cardio throughout the week and that meant I could eat a little bit more than I would definitely go for something like that. But a lot of times people get their best results from just diet alone. You know, you don't have to do any exercise at all. You just get yourself in a calorie deficit and you will you will burn you will burn weight, you will lose fat. Um lose weight and lose weight, lose fat in a calorie deficit alone without any exercise. But we always say you should do exercise, whether it be resistance training, cardio or a mixture of the two, because you know, you'll be able to eat more food and still lose weight at the same time. But you're just being a high, you're still being a calorie deficit, but your calories will be slightly higher in that deficit, if that makes sense. So cardio is, is an important tool. I keep repeating myself every time, but cardio is an important tool when it comes to fat loss. But it is also very important, the big one, for your heart health. A lot of times we don't think about our heart too much, and that is a muscle that needs to be worked as well. You know, there is nothing better for your heart, for your head, for your mental well-being, is getting outside and getting some fresh air in and getting some cardio done. Then, then endorphins and cardio alone are brilliant. I, it's funny because... <clears throat> I'm a big resistance training guy. I do like bodybuilding style, CrossFit style, circuit style training. I love that kind of stuff. But nothing beats doing 
a walk or even when it comes to like a circuit style thing or like a, a crossfit workout where you're just doing high repetitions and you're doing really getting the heart rate up and that feeling afterwards is amazing that the endorphins or the the runner's high as well is another one that's where there's a lot of stuff like that why i think cardio is very important just for your mood in general but when it comes to fat loss yes cardio can be done it doesn't need to be done you can get a lot of this from your your calorie deficit but i wouldn't be a, i wouldn't be a person to say no don't do any cardio i think everyone should do some form of cardio but it doesn't have to be on the higher end it could simply be as i said hitting a step count or getting out getting a 30 minute walk in every single day slowly build that up to as much as you need to do you know if you are struggling if you're going well on your diet and you don't really want to lose, drop any more calories you know adding a little bit more card cardio in will help it'll burn a couple more calories throughout the day but it's not a magical formula as i said it's a mixture of calorie deficit weight training and cardio is what everyone where i feel everyone needs to do okay so i'm just going to close off this uh, episode today uh, pretty soon now and um, i just want to say thanks for everyone for tuning in i i know the last couple episodes now they've been a little bit uh, slightly a little bit longer i'm trying not to edit out too much if i can you know uh, I, there are parts there now you'll see where i have chipped out a little bit here and there because a lot of the ims and all that crack <laughs> can't help doing that with the big long pauses in between but i'm just trying not to just keep it as raw as possible a lot of times i'll probably repeat myself a hundred times so do bear with me um i as i said to you before you know when you're trying to come up with podcast episodes and chatting about health and fitness you know there's only so much you can chat about you know there is these sort of thing i suppose they do give people a little bit pick me up or whatever but you know at the end of the day i've said it every time you know the only way you're going to lose weight is get yourself into that deficit start exercising you know i i'm a firm believer in like you know your diet will be the it is 90 percent of what it all boils down to you know you can't really out train a diet, bad diet you know if you you'd have to do an awful lot of working out and stuff like that so like why am i going on this again rambling again but you know a lot of times it is down to your diet it is down to your exercise routine so there's not much that's going to change i'm never going to tell you do this exercise to lose x amount of body fat this is the new way to eat you know it's all it's all down to get eating less food you know getting yourself into that deficit so i know you'll hear about keto ketogenic diet intermittent fasting all these fancy words or these fancy paleo diets carnivore diets all these other diets like they're all great they all work but at the end of the day what boils down to is what are you going to stick to long term you know a balanced diet is something that that you can a balanced diet is something that will has higher quality food but it also will include chocolate burgers whatever your food is that you like to enjoy you know that's what it is maybe it's a couple of drinks a weekend you know, you know, we're coming up to Easter now, like, if you can't have an Easter egg in your diet, then you're not dieting properly, like, you know, you should be able to include these foods, and I think, everyone that listens to this podcast is someone that wants to either lose a bit of weight, maybe gain a bit of muscle, they're not IFBB pros, or trying to hop on stage, or have, you know, a photo shoot, or anything like that, and I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with that, but I'm just saying you shouldn't be, it goes back to comparing yourself to these dudes and girls online, who are, where their job is to look pretty, and, you know, have, they have all these deals with, all these big name brands and they have to look a certain way but like you know at the end of the day you know you ha- you want to be happy in your own skin you want to be happy with the body you have so if you want to improve it i think that's a that's a good step doing it, is getting yourself into a healthier diet or trying to clean up the diet a bit moving a little bit more exercising a little bit more you know that's what helps that or that's what works when it comes to losing weight losing body fat but don't be too hard on yourself it's a it's a we're coming into a time when it's like there's just so much stuff online of the, like I even fall into that trap myself about looking at guys online who are a couple of years younger than me or even older than me or they train the same length of time as me and they look so much better and if I get that into my head then you know you're just going to ruin 
exercise and eating good eating good for yourself and you know at the end of the day exercise shouldn't be a chore or eating good shouldn't be a, a chore either like you should want to do these things you should want to better yourself and you should want to improve the best way you can and have a better version of yourself but again like that don't be looking at the people at the very top of the game because they're there because that is their job you know you might just be a person that works a regular job or has a family and there's not a single thing like that or maybe you're in college or whatever you know there's not a single thing like that you want to go do weekends and have the crack and you know have a takeaway here and there just never deny yourself stuff like that you know you can also have a good work-life balance or good exercise to life balance and you know there's nothing that says you can't eat though i'm rambling here again but i'm just saying you know what this long for long-term fat loss you need to have some staple stuff in place an exercise routine follow some sort of a a nutritional plan in some way or, or calorie tracking whatever way you want to do it but make it sustainable you know get out and get your few steps get your steps in every single day and really enjoy the process as cheesy as that sounds because if you don't enjoy it you will not stick to it so i hope you enjoyed this week's episode i have rambled on like mad today i do apologize also do check out lean fitness my facebook page and my instagram i will be doing a competition very soon so do check it out i'm not going to tell you too much about it It'll be up in the next couple of days for easter so do check it out and I will chat you all next week.